that crackhead energy, dude. Dude, he's no joke. I called him. Shit, dude. Some it, you know? Mm -hmm. And record it this way. All right, everybody, this is Ribeye Nation, episode five. I got a comedian in here with me, Neil Singh. We're going to talk about a very unsung position in in NFL. It's uh, the white wide receiver. Yeah, the white wide receiver. Yeah. Well, it used to be very sung. Yeah. Like back in the, you know, in the 70s. Yeah, but that's like, like before black people could play. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, black before they were allowed or whatever. Yeah, so now it's like we're talking about like, but this, this is just. Uh, in a real competitive field. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is current era. You didn't have to worry about getting drafted or anything. Well, it's, it's all those guys who will take the beating down the middle. Like, yeah. That, that tends to be the, the white receiver That role. was their affirmative action. Yeah. It was a slot position. <laughs> yeah, you want to play, go fetch one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, because all your sleek guys, you know, you have your, like, Randy Mosses on the outside. Yeah. You're sending your Watts Walker down the, down the yeah. seam, you know? You're not making Randy Moss run a fucking slant. There's no point. <laughs> he's stupid. not even going to run that route. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm he's, he's, he's like, remember that one time Randy, Randy Moss, like, I think they asked him to run a slant. Or run a pick or something, yeah. and he didn't even like put his, his chin strap on. I don't blame him. I wouldn't. So like everybody yeah. knew that like, it was, you know, he was a decoy on the play. <laughs> you need the, you need like that scrappy white guy. Yeah. It's always that white guy. They had a. Um, it used to be like the tight end, right? Like the tight ends used to be that guy taking those like yeah. five yard dump passes. It just gets. And throttled. then it evolved, right? I think um, probably McCaffrey. Yeah. Was like one of the first guys to kind of take those. Because, like, yeah, Denver had those teams, right? They'd send McCaffrey yeah. down the middle. Um, but he was, like, too big to be in the slot. But he was in a slack, I guess, but he was, he was running all those, like, intermediate routes. Yeah. So they'd have the two guys running deep, you know, or a guy running deep, but then they'd have him running that, that secondary yeah. area. Like, yeah. They had a um, – one of the earliest white receivers I remember was a Wayne Corbett. Oh, yeah. Remember him, dude? He had, didn't he, he start out as a quarterback or something? No, no, he was a quarterback in college, I think. Seems like that's all they do. He, he's kind of the... He, has he went to of, Hofstra. Okay. Hofstra University. There we yeah. go. Yeah, I think with him, and if I remember the story correctly, so he wasn't drafted or anything, but he played at Hofstra, and that's where the Jets practice. Okay. So they, they had seen him, you know, on the practice field with Hofstra, and then so whatever, one of the coaches brought him in for a camp, and, you know. They liked it? Yeah. I remember the one thing that stood out to me about uh, Kerbet was he didn't wear gloves. Yeah, and then he, he played wear, in like the cold and yeah, shit. Yeah, he didn't wear gloves. He didn't wear like wristbands and shit. Yeah, he was one of those like yeah, old school he was just tough like guys. A, he was like a real scrappy guy. And then yeah. I remember the uh, other thing was uh, um, who was it? Like that's kind of like how Edelman got his start though. Yeah, was it? He was a quarterback, and then he's like, "Well, do you want to play?" Well, there you go. And then, yeah, well, a lot of these guys when they get drafted in the NFL, like, like Heinz Ward was a quarterback too at Georgia. Yeah, and, yeah. Randall L. Mm -hmm. He was another quarterback. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, yeah, and then, um, but yeah, white quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> or no, white, white wide receivers. Um, who's your favorite guy? Well, there's like Dwight Clark. You get, you can't yeah. remember. You can't forget him. He has yeah. an iconic catch. He was catcher. a tight end, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was a receiver. I mean, on that play, he was running a pretty deep route. And, well, and, and they're, they're, um, they're, they're, they had a, a tight end. What was his name? I don't remember, but they had a different guy at that end. One of the first ones that come to mind was uh, Brandon Stokely. Oh yeah, in Indianapolis. Yeah, he he played for he was like he was at yeah. Denver and yeah, and like he, he jumped around. He's on the Seahawks for a minute. Yeah, uh, I think he was on the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Like he jumped around a lot, but like I remember he was like everywhere he went, he was always the same guy. Yeah, but yeah, I can remember, that was one of the first guys. Like, whoa, this guy's like really like participating in the offense. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was running like every route possible. Yeah, yeah. he was always on the field. Like um, one of my favorite ones is uh, my favorite white wide receiver was uh, Tim Dwight. Oh, that's a way call. Yeah, that's like yeah. Uh, from the '80s and stuff. Yeah, no, that was like I want to say mid '90s. I remember he was on the Falcons, that Super Bowl team. And then oh, he came with the Chargers, okay. but like he was like a, like like a straight like y'all just do whatever it takes to to work. To yeah, yeah. In the NFL. Well, a lot of those, yeah, you see a lot of those white guys like on like the white receivers on like special teams. And yeah, stuff. that's what he got. He was returning kicks. Like Steve Tasker, remember that guy? Yeah. I mean, technically he was a wide receiver. I mean, he was just lighting people up on yeah. special teams. But who was your most hated whiteout? White whiteout. White whiteout. Well, I guess all the ones that failed for the Raiders. <laughs> I don't oh know. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there's been a lot. <laughs> um, Jordy Nelson, I never really cared for him. He's hard to get used to. Yeah. He was kind of a weird one. Yeah, I mean, I think, he, I, I feel like he was one of those guys he benefited from being with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know? yeah I, um, think, I, I think also, too, is a, um, he was, like, the youngest at, like, Greg Jennings and Donald Driver. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, of course you look competitive because you're still young. Right, right. You know? But, like, these guys, like, if you went against Jennings and Driver, they would have been a better receiver. Than Nelson. It's know? hard to hate the white receiver, though. I mean, if you think, like, they're not. They do everything. They're not the showboating types, generally. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're the ones taking the big hits. I mean, you don't even, even if it's not your team. Yeah. Like, you're just watching a guy who's getting whipped up and down the field. <laughs> you you're like, yeah, bad, you're, right? yeah, you feel bad. You can't, like, hate that guy. No, you, you know can't. what I mean? Well, the thing is, too, is, like, I always feel like the, the spot for the white wide receiver is that slant route inside the five. Yeah. Like, you're going to take a hit. Right, yeah, just that little spout between, yeah, yeah. they try to drop that safety, and he gets right between the safety and the linebacker, and then just gets crushed. It's getting smacked, yeah, <laughs> yeah just getting concussed. Well, yeah, and, and every route, and they, yeah, they just kind of take that beating. Yeah, um, I always, um... Oh, you know who it sucked? Danny, Danny Amendola. Really? Very, very big hype on that guy. You never, you, know, you just on never... The, yeah, yeah, he's big on the Rams, huh? Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they were hyping him big. Um, because I think that, that was like... I, I mean, I feel like anytime there's like a possible like white running back yeah. or a speedy white receiver that, that comes up, like people really get on that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and yeah, then it generally doesn't you know pan out. Like there, there, there's a white receiver for the Rams right now. Cup. Yeah, Cup. Yeah. And people are really like on his. I mean, he's like you know maybe an 800 yard receiver. Like yeah. it's not like he's he's not gonna make a Pro Bowl. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that oh he's a fantasy sleeper. He, blah, he's blah, a good band aid. Yeah. You know for that week. Right, you know? I mean, you can have a good game. I mean, they spread it around a lot, but, you know. I mean, I, I, once again, I mean, that's another one. I think he just gets more hype because... He's white. Yeah, he's yeah. white, and you can actually get down the field and stuff, yeah. you know. But, you know. You know who's real legit is uh, Thielen. On, Thielen? On oh, I forgot about that him. He's no joke. Yeah, that, but he's like, he's like Native American or something. Yeah, Probably like, part, I mean, something. He's from Minnesota. Yeah. And, like, out there, like, I mean, I remember seeing, like... Uh, when I was to live out there, I remember there was, I used to do a, a CrossFit, and at this fucking gym, there's like two guys that uh, that would play that played for the Gophers, right? They played football. Right. And they, what, they, they, what they would do is they would, they were like lifting as much as everybody, and uh, what they would do is for the warm up, they would go, they would find this little Twinkie guy. It's like, all right, you're running with me, and it's like <laughs> he would just pick him out, and they, he would keep up, and they were having a full conversation, running like four miles. Oh, as as they were, I see. yeah. So it's just as like that's like my first like, whoa! This is like an athlete. You yeah. Know? This is like not. This is what just, they do. Yeah. Yeah. He's used. He just. This is just like standard operating procedure for this guy to do this. He's not showing off. He's just used to this type of work. So. Right. Yeah, but like feeling, I could see like, you know, 
how are you gonna get rid of the guy? You know? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah he's tough and <coughs> he saved my. Fa- I mean, he won me a championship two years ago. So that's all that matters. <coughs> I'm a I'm a fan. Yeah, you got. Because I picked him up in like the eighth round. And and he was next? he was coming off of like a, a pretty good year too. He had finished up like so two years ago. He finished up solid. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, he probably had like eight nine hundred yards, probably nine touchdowns. And then I picked him up like in the eighth round. Yeah. Like two years ago. Last year he went I think in the second or third. But yeah. yeah I mean, by last you know they, people knew about him. And who's the best? You know, have you ever had Wes Welker on your fantasy team? No. He's not a touchdown guy. Yeah, I always remember him. Uh, like a PPR, maybe, but I, I mean, I, I mean, I never play PPR. So. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm just finally learning uh, the rules of uh, fantasy football. Oh, like how remember, long have you played? A long time. Like I remember, <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, okay, so that's how. So I just, I'm like, all right, let me just go pick like ballers. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know how to do. So that. So you were just drafting a Madden team, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I only got one shot to do it. I couldn't just. <laughs> this one's stupid. Re- yeah, yeah, redraft. <laughs> that's what you've been doing for years, though. You're like, all right, I'll just wait till next year. It was yeah. like basically a, a <laughs> wait to redraft for and one then, more uh, year. Um, Number one year I had a in the first round because my whole thing was I'm gonna pick Chargers only, <laughs> and I picked Antonio Gates in the first round, and then I had another friend in the in the thing who picked uh, Anthony Gonzalez. Okay. But he thought he was getting Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, who is Anthony Gonzalez? Uh, he's another white wide receiver. He's on the Colts. Oh, in the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. But I don't remember how it went. I think he was picking Tony Gonzalez, but he ended up getting Anthony Gonzalez. He's like, it's the same person. And then the whole thing was like, no, 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 tight ends are this color of thing on the Yeah, and they also have a sticker. different first name, you know. No, but like Anthony and Tony, just, it's the same thing. Oh, you know, I Tony see. Gonzalez and Anthony Gonzalez. I got it, yeah, yeah. Like, like Tony's like... He's from the block, you know? Right, right. He'll, like, hit somebody for you. Yeah, he looks like a male version of J-Lo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good move, yeah. That really is. He has a good... Yeah, yeah. He's he, That guy's, like, made for... Tim. Yeah, he's a good-looking... Yeah. yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know who was a good-looking guy? It was Jason Witten. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I could see him... I could see you doing that, you know? But didn't he try TV last year and he's going to come back or something? Yeah. I think they're going to try to bring him back. Romo's another one that's made for TV. Yeah? Yeah. Not made for the football field. No, fuck no. Speaking of, uh, uh, how about Cole Beasley? Were you ever big on him? I remember. Oh, no, he's yeah, he's 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 the guy for the the yeah, Dallas a, right now. They, they're a little slack guy. Yeah, he went to uh, what is it? A uh, Buffalo. Okay, no, so no, his yeah. career's over. Yeah, he's a rap. <laughs> it's like he had a good run. Yeah, that Jared Allen guy is not. Is it Jared Allen? Whatever um, they're 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 Josh Allen. They, yeah, they're yeah. Jo- yeah from Wyoming. I mean that that's not gonna work out. Wyoming's a shithole, dude. I'm already driving through there a bunch of times. Like, I always had the feeling like if I'm gonna get murdered on, in a state, it's gonna be Wyoming or New Mexico. <laughs> so nobody would know. It just has that weird <laughs> like, like I, I could die here. I think their their state motto is "It's your fault for getting <laughs> murdered here." <laughs> Don't pull up, gas up, <laughs> gas up in Texas before you. We told drive you not through. to come. <laughs> just wait till Arizona to gas up. <laughs> no, like I always like to. Uh, <clears throat> Nah, Cole Beasley was kind of like those weird, that weird, he had like a monster game. He still is, I mean, yeah. And then it's just, but you never know what he's going to do, you know? Well, I think Dak Prescott is such like a gimmick quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he, he gets it done, he can get, win you games, but in terms of like running a fluid offense, and that be, might be partially Jason Garrett's fault. Because he, his, I think, I'm pretty sure there's two plays yeah. in that playbook. I mean, there's like the off-right, and then they go for the bomb. I mean, yeah. you know, they're not really doing anything nuanced. Um, but, I mean... They're, they're just so limited on offense yeah. that, like, once in a while something works for Cole Beasley. 
You know, so like he's the guy getting open yeah. that game. Well, no, like they, they had one game with Amari Cooper went off. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? They just have a game where some receiver goes off. Yeah. And they have obviously like Ezekiel Elliott running it, so you can't. You got to be honest with them. Um, but generally speaking, they're just you know. It's just yeah. one or the other. Well, it's not like you know because with the Patriots, you're going to get beat in any which way. Yeah. Um, but they're going to spread it around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. I feel like with the Cowboys, they just run gimmicks until one works. Yeah. And then they just run that. Until, until it out. stops, and then like, oh shit! Now you know what I mean. Now it's the third quarter. They finally stopped that off-right thing. What do we do? You know. Well, the thing with the Patriots, it feels like everybody on the field could do something else. Yeah. You know, like you have a running back that catch. Right. I mean, with the Patriots, the, the, the unpredictability. You don't know yeah. what you know. Like, yeah, they can line people up. They split them out to the slot yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, so speaking of white, white, whiteouts. Um, the Patriots probably being one of the more famous teams for like employing that person, you know. Yeah. Um, well, they need a, a locker room leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had a. Um, who was it? Would you consider Christian McCaffrey in the mix? Of, of the white whiteouts. Yeah, I think so. Because it's like it seems like he. What he did for Elway was pretty. I mean, that that was or, him, right? No, that on was those teams? no Christian, the kid. Oh, Christian, yeah. Ed's, Ed's kid. Oh, well, he's not a wideout. Yeah, but like he seems like. But he's definitely a hybrid. He he's a he's not a running back. Game. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, because it's. I mean, he's not a big guy. He's not going to like power through the middle anytime. Right, right. But he just seems one of those guys like. Well, actually, towards the end of the year when they started giving him 20 carries, he was he was putting up yeah. like big numbers. You know, in the beginning of the year, they, were, they had him split with uh, CJ Anderson or whatever. Yeah. Right, and they were giving CJ like those, you know, in between the tackles carries. Yeah. Um, but then they cut CJ Anderson. Towards the end of the year, they were giving him like 20 carries once once Cam went out. Yeah. And and he was, I mean, he had like a 200-yard game. So I think he can handle it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a weird one. Remember Toby Gerhardt? Oh, yeah. He's another one. It was, he came out of a, a Stanford, I think. Yeah. He was at a Stanford. Well, they, they thought he was going to be the, yeah. They he, thought he was going to be good. Yeah. And there was no reason to think that. Yeah. They, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the last great white hype thing running back I remember was like, a, remember they got Jimmy Jones or whatever, Jimmy Johnson on the Jets? Yeah. He was like on Tecmo Bowl and stuff. Yeah. And they made him really good on Tecmo yeah. Bowl. <laughs> like way better than he deserved to be. <laughs> Who else was like that? Was a, um, speaking of his uh, uh, Vic. But Vic was a monster. Mike Vic? Yeah. Well, he was a video game. Yeah, yeah. That was like the one, like everybody. Oh, where they just made him so yeah. good, yeah. But like, I think. Uh, um, well, he, he was supposed to change the game or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, whoa, that really fucked up. Like, yeah, that didn't change anything. <laughs> like, uh, who's the other one? Is uh, um, uh, the Chiefs never had a well? Uh, Peyton Hillis. No white running back. Yeah. Not the Colts, but the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah, I remember he got like thirty carries. Yeah, one game. yeah, yeah. But the Browns like churned through running back. But yeah, yeah, I remember that yeah. guy. Yeah. And then who's the other one? Uh, uh, speaking of white whiteouts, was Miles Austin white? Miles Austin is not. I'm pretty sure he's at least the mulatto. Okay. If that's is that a right word, can you say that? He's in the mix. He's a mixed. He's a mix. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, put all this, little that. You know. Yeah. He's like a Vin Diesel hybrid, <laughs> where it's kind of like, what the fuck are you? I'm not white. I'm Hungarian. That reminds me of a funny thing. So the other day, this is off topic, but I'm sitting at the pool, right? Um, my, my, my kid's like doing swimming yeah. lessons or whatever, and this mom starts like laughing. She's like sitting next to me on the bench or whatever. She starts laughing. She's like, oh my God, my kid. And she, like, there was another toddler class yeah. going on. And she's like, oh my God, my kid doesn't want to jump in. 
and she's just laughing at it and I look over and it's like so there was like a mixed kid there yeah. and like a straight like white kid and I'm looking over at this girl and I didn't want to make assumptions you know yeah. but she was like kind of a thicker white girl <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know so I just kind of did it and I was like oh cute and then yeah. like went back to my phone <laughs> <laughs> so anyways oh man yeah it was, it was definitely a moment it was just like you know one of those things i mean i, I, yeah. I have a mixed family too i just realized yeah. you know whatever it's an interesting phenomenon now you can't make any assumptions no no you really can't like i always like i feel it. like i should make the the, the ultimate non-assumption from now on yeah like if somebody comes up i just i'll point at the asian kid like oh is that your asian kid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where'd you get this one <laughs> they made them in that color it's yeah. like how'd you get them so tan <laughs> this one this one you know what the worst is dude so whenever i go golfing it's like oh this is gonna get racist as fuck right now but it's always the asians that are doing like these really like their discipline goes like so gnarly oh they're they're elaborate like yeah. setups and whatnot yeah they're yeah. like oh let me do this and let me like stretch out and then let me do a backflip and let me start like taking a dozen fucking practice strokes and just hold everybody up and then just hit like a just like hit, hit, it, hit it out of bounds or whatever yeah they hit like some <laughs> shitty shot but it's just like cause you know you hit a shitty shot like, alright fuck it move on you know I'm not pro I just gotta get you know I gotta literally get through this round and yeah like, yeah it's, it's it's exercise yeah you know or whatever yeah yeah, you know. It's an outing. It's not it's not it's not for a competitive game. It's an afternoon. Yeah. But you only have that one shot where it's like, All right, we'll bet this hole. But it's just whatever the putt is, it's never the whole thing. Right, right. But then they'll do that and but they'll be walking the course and you're like, Fuck. So well, I think, then you get stuck behind them and yeah. so, you know. I think that'd be like a good stereotype is like you're you're like Asian discipline, you know? <laughs> That's like a different like I have a cousin. She uh she speaks like a shit ton of different languages, but her mom's Chinese. Okay. Yeah. And like her dad is like whatever the fuck my dad was. And then, but it was like, like she like speak all kinds of languages. Um, during uh, summer breaks, she would go back to China and learn whatever. Okay. And then she would come back. So she was like, well, like, like wow, you guys, you had like good <coughs> parents, you know? So, oh, so she had a straight up like Chinese mom who lived in China. Uh, no, she had, her mom was like, I want to say it was like, Maybe second generation Chinese American, but she just had a thing for it and went back to China. Yeah, she was like, "All right, we're you know." Well, there was a time when China was like the hot place to get jobs. Yeah, I remember like I don't know, like 15 years ago when I like when I graduated, it was like like one of my buddies who did the same thing, like like look for stuff in LA, and then finally like just found like a a job at a magazine in China and like lived like a baller ass life for like 10 years, you know. But yeah, it was like yeah, he was like talking about like penthouses and you know whatever that the 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 high life out there those buildings are fucking insane out there yeah i haven't been like well i'll just say i've been because i went to new york yeah you know i'm like yeah okay i've I've seen my trip to europe this is i'm good here you know but i would imagine just like most chinese products they're like really they look really good on the outside but inside you know you wished it was made in america yeah yeah It's like, do you have anything fried? This doesn't taste like Panda Express. <laughs> this fucking sucks. <laughs> no, like, uh, uh, anyway, that's another thing you don't see. Do you think you'll ever see a Chinese football player? Isn't there one, like Patrick Chung or whatever? That's right, huh? Well, fuck that shit. I think he's black, though. <laughs> yeah, but he's like black, you know. He's, yeah. like, he's like a Tiger no, Woods there, mix. There have been a couple, like, I want to say that there have been offensive linemen. Like, like big Korean guys or whatever. There have been a couple. 
I want to say there was another. There was a guy. There was definitely like an offensive lineman who played in the NFL. wasn't very good, but was Asian, like a big Asian guy. Are you thinking Maybe about not the a replacements? Chinese. Huh? There's that Chinese guy in the replacements. No, no, no. Like, he, like, he played for the Patriots. I want to say they would. Patriots would do that. Yeah, but like I mean, he might have gone to Harvard or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, another well, locker course, room guy. Yeah. yeah. They're like, look, we need you to study and cheat off a of film. Like, <laughs> we know you have that Asian discipline. Yeah. You can watch film for like. You watch all the film. You can sleep during the games. We don't need you. <laughs> we don't need you during next. practice and shit. Just watch film, dude. Just tell us what's next. Do you find? Can you find an algorithm in these this last game yeah. that you're picking up every like? Okay. Whenever the minute is even, they're going to run left. Yeah, he the just, minute he, is odd, they're going to run yeah, left. Yeah, they just signed him to pick up blitz packages yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, uh, well, I think there was one guy. There was that Chinese kicker the Chargers had. That's right. Uh, well, that's when they first moved to L.A., but I think that's one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, let's get like a Chinese guy because we're in L.A. Well, yeah, we will get a big like 50,000 yeah. like, Chinese contingent and then, or like, they're like, they don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, I think there was a guy for the Ravens. He played, obviously, he played special teams. <laughs> but yeah, that's where you find a lot of like that, that, that. That's like white receiver heaven. Right. They blossom out of special teams. It takes their baller. They go down. Boom. Well, you just have to find somebody who's like, yeah, willing to sacrifice their body. Yeah. You know? I, I would imagine that if you like did like a retroactive kind of like revisit with like Ed McCaffrey yeah. these days. <laughs> <laughs> It's not pretty, you know what I mean? Or, or he's probably like one of those things, he's like, oh, I'm happy my kid uh, isn't on special teams. Yeah. <laughs> he could get regular Like, I made a sacrifice and my kid can play running back. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> who else? Well, who was another white wide receiver? I mean, there's been... There's been a there. shitload. I mean, I'm like, sure there's, there's guys around that, now, right? Yeah, there's very few that like have been like legit. Like well, actual well, again, like, well, I mean, there's like Steve Largent. Like yeah. the, the one who they named the award after, yeah. like that guy, Frank Tarkenton and stuff like that. Yeah. No, not Frank Tarkenton. No. Um, who was the guy that the, the big guy for the Raiders? <laughs> Bolitnikov. Yeah. Fred Bolitnikov. Yeah. You know. That was, well. Well, like we covered earlier. I mean, that was before kind of yeah. Yeah. Well, before black people allowed to play back then. Well, I think the game was just like it was just the more physical. Like they didn't have like yeah. you know pass interference rules and shit like that. You had to fight. It was just like, you know, they would throw a ball deep and you had to go, like, claw for it. Yeah, you need to be, yeah. like, a fucking, like... Yeah, a scrapper. Yeah. yeah. Well, back then, they weren't really, like, small white guys back then, I feel. Yeah, it wasn't a speed game. Like, no, you know, yeah, like, it was it was a it was a brawn related like the Raiders I think were the, the people to kind of change that right yeah it was like a thug fucking yeah because it was like this big mash of, of mass yeah. or whatever and then they, they would just be like all right here's some bullets but then that you go look deep. at when you look at Madden too that Madden would want that if he was he was he was coaching at the time right? yeah yeah like Madden that would be the guys like yeah we'll just get them really big and just and then just have a couple fast guys we'll go yeah, yeah. we're good yeah but that's what, what the thing is a. Uh, um, who was that other fucking white whiteout? Don Beebe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don Beebe, yeah. He was a speedster. Yeah. yeah. He was a... The only play I remember him doing anything on was when he knocked the ball out of Leon Lett's hand in that Super Bowl. In the super, that's the only play he ever made in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like, good. You know, that, that, that's what you need those guys for. Well, to, to not get thoroughly embarrassed. Even yeah. though they, it, it's, I mean, it's, that Super Bowl, they got fucking crushed. Holy shit. Fuck, dude. Um, I can only imagine what it's like to be a Bills fan, just eat shit. Well, the, the, well, the thing, like, well, the, he's okay. I remember, so I'm from upstate New York yeah. originally, right? And then there came a time in my life um, where, where my mom, whatever, like, 
long story short, got kidnapped, went to India for a couple yeah. years, came back, um, and it was 1990. And the first Super Bowl yeah. that I watched then was the Bills versus the Giants, yeah. right? 1990, you remember the Steve Tasker, yeah. uh, not Steve Tasker, Scott Norwood kick, right? Okay. So the, the Bills have a shot, I think the game was like 20 to 19. The Bills have a shot to win the game. The guy had to miss the, uh, a kick all year. Perfect. It was like a 35-yarder. Yeah. It wasn't anything big, you know, maybe a 40 or something, yeah. right? Um, anyways, and then, yeah, wide right. Um, and then that was the one, whatever. So that was their first time they went. Yeah. And, I, you know, because, like, that's from upstate New York, so, like, my whole family was, everyone was in Yeah, it. everyone was into it. You know, so then they got real hyped on that, whatever. And they go, oh, shit. And then the next year, then the Bills went again. Yeah. And then they, then they got their ass handed to them by the skin. And I, so I just remember, like, and then four years in a row, basically, they lost. Yeah. And I just remember, yeah, from, from the upstate New York's perspective, it was like just fucking, it was like deflating for an entire region. Yeah. And just, to, I mean, just to think, like, had he just made that one kick, you get one out of four Super Bowls, you're fine. Yeah. They, they would have been, you know, upstate yeah. legends. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the greatest thing. I mean, they still are, you know, technically. Um, but you know, because, like, like, because it's like small city people, they really get behind football and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Just like, just one kick. would yeah. And they would have been the greatest thing that ever happened to upstate New York, you know? That's how it was with uh, with San Diego when we went to the Super Bowl. Well, except they just... And I was like... I mean, there, there, there's no reason like, for them to be there. Then you're just like, what the fuck? You just see, like, it's like, like just watching them get shit on from fucking... This is what, so funny to me. Rice, that, so, like, fuck. If you go to Rady's Children's Hospital, Yeah. right, um, they have a, a ward that Stan Humphreys... Remember, he was a quarterback that yeah. took the Chargers to the Super Bowl? Right, so they would have a ward for him. It's like the, the children's ward or whatever. It was like the, whatever, intensive care. So it's all these cancer kids <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And they have this, like, this, this room, like the waiting rooms, yeah. all dedicated to that, like the Chargers Super Bowl. Yeah. And the picture on the wall is like the halftime from that Super Bowl. They're yeah. like losing 35 to 9, yeah. <laughs> like on the scoreboard. And that's what they have up there. I'm like, how fucking, Dude. like, how depressing is yeah. that if you're like the cancer <laughs> kid and you're like. And it's like, so there's no coming back. Yeah, that's a certain yeah, That's like the message you're <laughs> getting. It's like, there's no coming back. Okay. Just enjoy the moment, man. We showed up. We're in the Super Bowl. We, up. we got a T-shirt, <laughs> AFC champions, but you get to go to the Disneyland yeah. afterwards. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah, dude, it's just not gonna work out for you. Big Disneyland in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> or underground, depending on how good of a kid I was. Fuck, dude, that was. Suck, I'm just dude. saying, if I'm a kid with cancer, I'd, I'd want to go to like San Francisco or something yeah, just yeah. to just to get like a Joe Montana, some hope on the wall, you know? Or you know, just now, nah, now. Nah, or you go to like you know like Boston or something. I guess somebody who had a great comeback. Yeah. The problem with that. the Patriots comeback is that they were such otherwise such a hated team yeah. that that comeback you you can't even root for them. Those are the people. They, it's, it's with them. It's like if you have cancer and you're in the the Patriots cancer ward. Yeah. It's like you know like I'll cheat my way out of this. <laughs> you know like like, <laughs> like I'm sure uh, Goodell will pull some strings from upstairs. You know. But no, like that's like. If we hate you, but we want to keep you alive. Yeah. You know, you go to the Patriots ward. Very much, yeah. And then Just if you, you well, or like if you're like in the Packers realm, if you're like a, if you're like somebody, it's like, yeah, we love you to death, but we want you to die. But we know, <laughs> just know it ain't going to work out in the long run. You know, just, I mean, we'll send you the fucking Aaron Rodgers ward. <laughs> it's like, you, you gave it a good try. I mean, you're, it's yeah, honest, you know, but wait, your, your time's it's, it's, up. It's a good fight. Time's you up. keep you, fighting you, you and you keep down, fighting. Put it down. <laughs> Very impressive, but yeah, you just can't. You can't win. No, <laughs> you you just can't. Do you think Packers go to another Super Bowl? Another one? Yeah. 
Do they, I don't think so. Do you think they have one more in them? No, I, I think they've gone, like, I think had they stuck with Mike McCarthy, um, because that, that's what worked. You know, like, yeah. whether Aaron Rodgers liked him or not, it's something that worked for that quarterback. And so now they're bringing in, now the new trend, right, since Sean McVay is bringing a young quarterback's coach in his yeah. 30s, and that's what they went with. You know, like, so Arizona went and got, like, a Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. and I think they got somebody similar, like a young guy. And I, I don't, the guy's younger than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that was so, and Aaron Rodgers has an attitude. So, like, good yeah. luck, like, telling Aaron Rodgers to, what to do. Yeah, what to do or well, to run the ball 30 times. Or Aaron Rodgers, you know, pretty much, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers just needed a cuck. Yeah. You know, he's like, okay, watch me fuck this game up. Watch me fuck your game plan. Yeah. You know, and you're going to sit there and watch. And he's good at it. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, is he the guy, you know, it's just like, it comes down to that thing, right? At the end of the game, Who's the quarterback that you want leading your team? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, you just look through it. Who, who are your winners? You want your Ben Roethlisberger in yeah. that situation. He, he's not a great quarterback throughout the game, but in that last two minutes, that's, you know, that's, that's one of the guys. Yeah. Um, Brady, obviously. You know, just guys that are going to march down. Yeah. And, then, and that's not too many. Um, I mean, I, I don't even know you know the guys coming up. Like, uh, Trubitsky maybe has that, that element. Um, we think about Mahomes. If you're starting a team, oh, right? Mahomes, never mind. Mahomes has that element for what, sure. What about yeah. if you're starting a team? Would you take Watson over Mahomes, or would you take Mahomes over Watson? I would take Mahomes, but that has a lot to do with the two ACLs. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you just got to be like the guy. You know, he's gonna get hit. He's a yeah. quarterback, um, and he's got to like he's got to stay in that pocket to get those deep routes going. So yeah, because if because I, I always thought like, uh, but he has a chance in the sense that like. He, he could transition, like, you know how kind of Randall Cunningham transitioned yeah. and just being a pocket Passion, quarterback? Yeah. I could see that with, with because he's got, he's got the stuff to be a, a pocket quarterback. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I think with Mahomes, it's, he has a strong arm. He can run. He yeah. has these little trick passes. And he's in the right, the coach, the the right, the right coach situation. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, how long is that going to last? As long as Andy Reid yeah, <laughs> doesn't have a heart attack. Because if, <laughs> fuck. Send him to KC. It was just like. But I can see off. that. I can see Andy Reed, because Andy Reid is a system guy, right? So like Doug yeah. Peterson comes. So Andy Reid's got a lot of guys around the league. Yeah. That you know, like should he you know Something move happens, along? Yeah. Like somebody could just you know come yeah. in and just assume that that you know. That's another funny thing we're talking about is like how like uh, a coach should kind of fit the city a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like because we're ta- talking about it with my friends and we we're saying like um, you look at all the. Uh, the coach is like on the west coast now they're all like little skinny like yeah young guys motherfuckers you know? right right you got the uh shanahan up in san francisco you got uh, uh who's the other guy uh gruden gruden no they're in vegas now not yet well ish yeah, yeah you know but like i think vegas and gruden have the yeah they're very that has the he could have a review show at night like, yeah that's <laughs> a good potential <laughs> they, they do the no, could you imagine how insane that'd be? Like, I, I think by the NFL going to Vegas, I think that's a more um, fan experience yeah. than anywhere else in the country. It was the most logical thing that I've ever, you know, in sports, yeah. in terms of like somebody moving from one place to the next. Yeah. I mean, with St. Louis moving back to LA was another one where yeah. it was like, okay, what? That makes of sense. Of course. Yeah. Um, 
In fact, the, the move to St. Louis never made sense. It was just because that lady. Yeah. And that's where she was from or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the any any NFL team, especially the Raiders, are moving to to Vegas. Yeah. Like it just it's going to be a good match. It's open territory. It's still a bad franchise though. You still yeah, can't get yeah. around. It's about to get worse. Yeah. But they just they're just. I mean, I'm a Raider fan, and they're just stuck in a mentality of, you know, it just you got to evolve with the game. The the game is so different now, um, and they just don't got that. You know, they, they don't have the eye right now. Yeah, they don't. Because uh, like, with the NFL, stuck. you have to be a one step ahead. Do you think so, they're they're still stuck from Al Davis? Uh, I think they're breaking that mold, but they still have that tendency to get infatuated with, like, just from this draft. Yeah. Like they have the, the tendency to get infatuated with the the athlete as opposed to like the, the right pick. Yeah. You know, I think they pass. Well, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's my gut feeling. I mean, we've had a lot of bad first round picks. Yeah. You know. Who, who's your favorite first round pick? What was it they had? Yeah. Well, Khalil Mack. That was oh, a great yeah. first round pick, yeah. but then they traded him. So. Yeah. Um, this year, though, I mean, I, I didn't like any of the, I mean, uh, of the guys that they picked in yeah, the first round. Yeah, I thought round. that was weird when they went with that guy. Was it Clellan Farrell? Yeah. Uh, that was kind of a weird one. It was very, like, I mean, they're going for, for a safe pick, but, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you, you got to, when, when you have that caliber of, other caliber of athletes on the table, yeah. like, you can't just... You know, you can't go safe. It's it's the third, you know. No, yeah. well, if you're going to go safe, just trade it. Yeah. Just trade that pick. Get a, you know, get a couple later picks. And, yeah. you know what I mean? Like Because, that, because that's a guy you could probably have picked up later. 15. Yeah. You know, you could, have got, you could have got that with, you know, 13 to 15. Yeah. You didn't need to blow up. But I thought, uh, back to the thing about the uh, the coaches in the city. I always thought, like, uh, like you know, Andy Reid being in KC. Yeah, a lot of the people from KC look. He made like a lot of sense in Philly too. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the same. Everybody yeah. in Philly, like he goes like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, you're a fat white guy. Okay, you, not only can you fit anyone anywhere in the country, but these specific places. Yeah, you're you're like a you're like a shoe in. The only thing that would make him more perfect is if he walked around with a bib. You know, like, oh yeah, like the lobster. <laughs> like, yeah, bib. For, for like ribs. Or <laughs> <laughs> he has like he just he, had a rib guy walk there. <laughs> he has a towel with just like for his barbecue fingers. He's like, hold on, guys, let me let me drop the plate. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating his, his hands like a beef rib over to the guy. Like he wipes his hand on his rib. He just draw, He just draws up to play in, <laughs> no, in barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. <laughs> no, he has like on that. Uh, um, you know that laminated game plan they have. Yeah, you just, just eating French fries off of it. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just has French fries <laughs> and like some ketchup. He's like, yep, 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 yep. Like, uh, there's another one. Like, I think. Uh, you just uh, see him yelling at somebody. And just, just, blah, blah, blah. Just, it's like yeah, French fries is <laughs> he, he has like that. He has like, like the. It looks like a like a like a tiger just eating, yeah. and it just has his like mustache. It just has red on it. it goes from like barbecue sauce and shit. Yeah, like, he just kind of keeps it as reserves. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the look. Yeah. Man, like there was him there, and then the other one. Like, I mean, do you think he just had a death wish? Who's that? Andy Reid, um, or it's like, do you think like barbecue restaurants like don't serve him? <laughs> Man, like like, we, we want you to, around. Yeah, coach. we want to keep you around. <laughs> they, just, they just break out a salad. Yeah, they're just sneaking vitamins in. They're like, oh no, no, just, just give them. The, don't they have anything else? Like, no. Just get them one. Just one Super Bowl. God damn it. <laughs> just get, just get us one. We'll give you everything. <laughs> but like, um, like I always thought like Belichick was like kind of a weird fit, you know? Because it's like think of it like this. Like you know, he's just a real grouchy, secretive person. 
and he's like up in a corner like New England. Yeah, he just, belongs in like a Detroit or something. Just like a yeah. really cunty area of town, yeah, yeah. like New England. And then he just has his hood on, just really sour and scowly. That's how like, I imagine New England people being. Right, right. And then uh, um, like uh, I always thought it was a Matt Patricia out in Detroit. That makes sense. Yeah, like a you know, fat guy, yeah. Yeah, like, like a, you know, you need a thicker guy out there, right. you know, you're not, you know, it's like, could you imagine, like, someone like Mike McCoy fucking doing sprints in the snow? Well, he couldn't do any worse. I'm sure Mike McCoy could put up an O for 16. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always like to, uh, <coughs> I thought it was interesting he picked Detroit, though. Patricia? Yeah. I don't know why he picked Detroit. I don't know. Figured it they already had a quarterback, and that seems like a problem in the league, just yeah. finding a Matt Stafford's established quarterback, guy. yeah. <coughs> I think they had some pieces on that defense today, you know. Well, what do you think Marvin Harris? Mar- no, Marvin Jones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, they had two good receivers. I mean, yeah. well, they had Golden Tate and Marvin he's Jones. Out. But, yeah, Mar- I like Marvin Jones. He's a good, um, yeah. yeah. And who's the other one? Well, yeah, I don't know. You know what's weird about the white wide receiver? It feels like a lot of, uh, they're more tight ends. They picked up that tight end, though, from Iowa. Yeah, that's right. That guy, I think, is going to be a beat. I forget his name. Uh, Hawkinson. Hawkin- Hawkinson, yeah. yeah, yeah. They had two of those guys, but yeah, I think the Hawkinson guy yeah. is an animal. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know, like, it seems kind of dumb because, like, Vernon Davis got tight end going in the first round. Yeah. But, like, you know, the white receiver kind of thing is, like, a thing now. Well, the Vernon Davis pick kind of like killed the tight end momentum at that yeah. time. Like for 10 years then people didn't touch yeah. you know tight end. But it's back now because now the yeah. position's just that much more dynamic. Yeah. You know? And then you know white guys you know. Yeah. White guys. Fast white guys. That, that's their thing. They, it's like you know what I really I could block a little bit but I don't want to run all those routes. Yep. Just find like a I don't know who'd you rather have like what, what appeals to you more like a little like thin fast white guy or like if you got like a Gronk. Gronk. A Gronk type player. Yeah. Well, that just like doesn't even matter the, the color of the guy. It just you know, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, if you're playing football, I want as many Gronks on my team as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just guys who will go out there. I mean, it's not be, obviously he's big, and but he's, he does a lot. But he, he can't get you can't cover him. Yeah, that's and you know what I mean. He's gonna block. He's gonna do all those things. But you just when you when you have a play and your quarterback's in, in distress and he just needs to throw it up. Yeah, you, you got it's a fifty fifty shot. Yeah. You know, probably be better just because you know. Gronk is kind of like white Megatron. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like yeah, like um, yeah, like, Calvin Johnson. Like, you, you never talk about a waste of a career. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Like they, Detroit should be honestly the the Detroit Lions should be taken out of the league for yeah. what they did to Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. <laughs> like I'm over it. <laughs> like, like arguably the best running back and best receiver that's ever played the game, and they just it's like I'm over it, and I'm they good. just butchered. Yeah. <laughs> like every play. I remember, I remember I, Barry Sanders got in the horn. He's like, dude, it's not getting better, Megatron. Yeah, like, yeah. just just walk. Just call it a day. It's good. It's you know? good. You just get money. You're just like, yeah. You get money. You know, you do some charity work. You know, the community <laughs> still loves you. You know, yeah, you're good. But yeah, like I always thought, like, uh, uh, like even like when I when I was a kid, like I always thought like uh, Detroit was a weird place. Yeah. Like, like, like just like, oh, oh, wow, this team. Because I always thought it. I didn't think it was a real team. Have you ever met anybody who's from Detroit? <laughs> I think half of El Cajon is from Detroit originally. Yeah, or Dearborn, <laughs> Michigan specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, like they had a, not Detroit, it was a, um, no, because I remember Tool Time. Yeah. Tool Time, and I was like, oh, the Lions, okay. And I didn't know that, I was just getting into football. It was like when the 93, 94, yeah, yeah. when I started playing. And so I remember Tool Time, where the Tim Allen show was on, and then he would have a bunch of, I was like, it was Home Detroit. Improvement. Yeah, yeah. 
and Detroit was was on his team. Like, oh, okay. And I thought it was a made up team. Oh, like like, you know, like the Mighty Ducks, or like yeah, a, yeah. originally a yeah, uh, yeah, Disney was, franchise. Right, right. And then you have like Detroit. You're like, oh, okay. Well, Lions. That can't be a real football team, you know. And then like, oh my. Dude, so did this team come from this show? Like that's what I thought <laughs> growing up. I didn't know it was like a legit. We've been here forever type of team. Yeah. No, yeah, Detroit's big on their lines. I mean, I, I went to Michigan State and like this. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. It's just that's the way. Like, do people? It's like when you live in like a Los Angeles, San Diego, whatever, and there's like a million entertainment options. Yeah. That's why people don't get behind teams. Is, is hard. No. But if you hard. live in like Pittsburgh or like Alabama, right? That's you live, all you like got. Like Tuscaloosa. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like it's that Saturday for those three, four months, and that's it. Yeah. That, that's why those 150 people show up and they are like yeah. rowdy. It was they're, fucking sad. Because that's their everything. That's their yeah. concert. That's their like outing. That's their date night. That's their dude. That's that's their <laughs> wedding reception. Yeah, dude. I ever did want to. Um, I was living in Iowa for a little bit, and it would go be Hawkeyes everywhere. Yeah, and it was like, oh yeah, that's. It's like how come San Diego can't? It's like you know what? Maybe I'm glad San Diego isn't like this. Dude, Michigan State. That's what it, like, the part like. You know, like your your whole weekend would get determined by how Michigan State football did yeah. on Saturday, right? If you lost Saturday morning, it's a very—I mean, it's, you know, you're still drinking, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but it's like a very depressing, like, oh man, you know. But yeah, if you win, then like people are burning things, <laughs> setting tight. cars on fire, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, people live in like they they live and die on that stuff. It's 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 fucking insane, really. <laughs> you know, it's weird, like. Like out in Minnesota, like I remember seeing like like the Viking people and shit. Oh yeah. Like people were coming up. Like when I was working at the stadium, people were coming up in their jerseys and taking pictures and shit. Well, that's why Green Bay works, like, dude. It's like Green fuck? Bay's in the middle of like nowhere. You know what it's I mean? It's a weird area. Yeah. It's a cool little facility. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like I, I went there for a, the last Charger game when they because me and my cousin used to do a trip an away trip all the time, mm -hmm. and uh, it was uh, um, Green Bay against the San Diego Chargers. And I was like, okay, this is going to be my last trip. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going to go to any more of these fucking games. We'd always go to an away game. Um, so I, that was the last one. And then, uh, yeah, like, it was just like, everybody was there. Like, yeah. There was more Charger fans, because I think they knew they were, they were going to leave. And then it was like, <coughs> then like, but then again, it's like Green Bay, too. Yeah. So it's like, why the fuck else would we come here? Well, that, yeah. whole, that whole town's built on that, the history of that place, you know? You know, it's of, of this, you know, the Packers. Yeah. I think the one thing is like you know like obviously you're drinking all weekend and you're you know little blurs here and there and, and I remember seeing a dude in this front across the street from the stadium right he was yeah. chopping wood and camouflage and I was and like you know how you're just staring at it and you're like you don't see that at all <laughs> like that is something else like this is the weirdest fucking thing I'm watching but it doesn't click like oh this is just fucking Saturday afternoon for these people oh yeah dude like so like my 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 in-law listen my mother-in-law comes from like. Uh, the Superior, Wisconsin area, yeah. right? So it's like up there in that—I mean, up in that, in that yeah. country-ish, in that. Well, it's not that country, but like up there in that area, yeah. you know. Um, the, yeah, man. Like, so she has these cousins, or like my wife's cousins, and like there, this dude was like telling me a story. Like, so it's the wife who's the cousin, but yeah. her husband was just like, yeah, like the first, you know, in the summer they they go out and they like live in the woods, and they like they killed a bear. So like they had meat for the whole year, and he's like telling me about the shit. I'm like, what's the country? <laughs> like, it was insane. I was like, what am I, dude? I told my wife, dude. I was like, I'm never going back. She's like, why? I was like, this is this is like MAGA country, dude. Dude, it's weird. No, like out in fucking Pennsylvania, like 
Yeah. Like, like out there, I'm like, all, like it was like, cause you know, growing up here my whole life, it's just like seeing the whole that part of the country where like America got started. You know. Yeah. yeah. It was like they have these thick accents. Like you like smell like the Mayflower on these people. You know, it's like you guys had like a real reason to be mad for losing the country. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're losing the country, it's you guys. <laughs> but no, like uh, one of the guys up there, he's like, yeah, like uh, he like, he like he would trophy hunt. He spent like thirty grand on a trip. Yeah. He'd work all year, he'd work out, and just train to kill this one animal. And, well, what, like, and uh, oh, it was just, like, it, a, a picked-out animal for yeah. that year. Okay. And he's like, okay, this is what it is. He's like, uh, he went to, to the Yukon up in Alaska. He's like, yeah, I went there to get a, uh, some kind of sheep. But since this sheep was from somewhere else, and it was migrating, it was, like, a rare thing gotcha. to get this thing. And he would just go out. I would, like I don't know. I, I get hooked on stupid shit like that. It's easy for me to get like just yeah. one little, just one little thing. Like you know, like Pawn Stars kind of started it, where it's like, oh well, you know, the 50 through 59 isn't as much as the 60 through 62 because they only made so many. Right. And then went to something else in 63. It was just like one of those little twitch things. And then he would like go spend like a shitload of money just trophy hunting stuff. Okay. And then he'd spend another like five grand and get the thing taxidermied. You know? I mean, people got hobbies, man. Fuck. Dude, that's a gnarly one, though. It's like, I'm going to go pay to go kill an animal, but I want to suffer for it. Like, I'm going <laughs> to go walk around outside to, to hopefully get this thing, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's just the thrill, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody has their, whatever they're seeking. Yeah, see, I, well, I hunted before, but it was uh, on the res, and we were like, we were probably poaching. Yeah. But, uh, I remember I shot this deer, and I was like, oh, this is tight. And then uh, it's like, okay, this is where meat's supposed to come from. And then it's, eh, uh, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. You could have just gone to Ralph's, man. Yeah, that's all it was, man. I was like, shit. And then it's all, the meat's all like, you ever get cranberry sauce out of a can? Yeah. That's what the meat looked like. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like you had to wrap everything in bacon and fuck. Yeah, I mean, if you, I guess I never thought of it that, but that's essentially, you're just creating a lot of work for yourself. Yeah, it was like, I was like, this is not work. Yeah, like, why am I doing, like, the the work, the job of a meat packer? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck, it's like, can I just get some, like, uh, yeah, like, this, this is like butcher, like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. wouldn't go on an adventure to, like, you know, heal your own ankle. You just go to a doctor. No, no, you just <laughs> find, you sub that out. I got shit to do. I got another Madden team to draft. Yeah, there's people who do this, they clay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be like going and cutting your own corn down or whatever. That's fine. Nah, that old-fashioned shit's annoying. It's like, no, I'm good. I got technology. I got an iPhone I could fuck around Yeah, for we've evolved. Hours, you yeah. know, like, some people do this in a very specialized way. Let, let them. Yeah. You know, and they know how to kill it to where they're not, like, chopping at it. Right, know, right. They know how to, like, make those slices, get the most out Maybe of if you did it, like, with one of the, like, like a Native American ritual type with, like, yeah. bow and arrow and stuff. And yeah. then do, like, a prayer. Like do, after they, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they do all that, yeah, they whatever shit they out. do. Yeah. yeah, and then it was, yeah, I shot it. And then I just kind of like, first thing I thought was like, fuck, I hope I got it. Like, good. Because I end up, like, I remember I was like, uh, uh, we were butchering it and shit, breaking it down in the field. And, and I remember getting it. And I remember throwing it in the pan and hearing it clank. And the fucking bullet was in there. <laughs> I was like, you know, just like, fuck. <laughs> you know, no, let's cash it out. You got anything you want to hit? Uh, like promo wise or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like YouTube. Well, you got an internet website, huh? Yeah, I have a website. I'm trying to like, I don't know, get it more get it streamlined. Okay. Um, 
I just have too much information on there now. I got to figure out what I want to do, actually. Yeah. Uh, working on a, a web series project called, um, oh, what the hell is it called? It's about Sammy Shades. Okay. Yeah, so there's a That's Sammy tight. Shades based web. Oh, it's called Swami Shades. Okay. Yeah, so it's a. Oh, you got a Swami hat? Yeah, it's about a Swami Shades' cult. Okay. Uh, so Sammy Shades is, is starts a cult. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so it's, it's that, that story. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, every Wednesday at, at the palace, there's the, the game of jokes or throne of jokes yeah. contest. I'm a part of that. A uh, bunch of shows coming up. Yeah, Neil Singh Comedy.online uh, is my website. And, you know, hopefully the information there will be up to date <laughs> soon. Uh, or, or just follow me on Instagram. I've been doing that more. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I posted all my dates and stuff on Instagram. So, and, and everything is at Neil Singh Comedy. Yeah, I saw that poster on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it only took me a couple yeah. minutes. I just got a photo editor and just like wrote the dates on. That's good. Yeah. You know what else is pretty good is uh, uh, Benji's, those, those contests. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a trip because like, I'm like, fuck, they're actually like judging it. So it's, like, oh, the league? Yeah, it's like Are a, you doing that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just joined it. Yeah. yeah, it's like a five minute, basically, it's like uh, it's a six five minutes. Minute, or, yeah, like a six minutes, but it's like, I think of it like a roast. Yeah. You know, because it's like there's going to be a winner at the end of this. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I got to put it together really tight. Yeah, that was the idea behind it is yeah. to like get everybody's, like, it's six minutes. So it's, it's a con, it's not a, it's an ongoing contest. It's, it's a league. Um, there's multiple locations. There's six total locations. Every location has six shows. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's an on, ongoing season. Um, every, every time so people go to the, the you know whatever there's like I think 8 to 10 people on each lineup everybody's doing 6 minutes and the idea is to bring out their best 6 minutes that's good they, and they get so there's an audience vote there's a laugh count and then there's a judge count and then he gets a kind of a raw score out, out of those 3 and, and then, the, then so every week that there's winners but you, you, you accumulate points over time too yeah. so it's like an ongoing league thing so then, then and I think the finals are set up for the palace there's okay. going to be a weekend at the Palace with, I think, the top four or top five. That's tight. Um, and then everybody's been doing longer sets for that one. Yeah. So, yeah. And then That's that, good. Yeah. So the idea is to kind of hype it up. Um, and then, you know, the other thing, too, is because they're, they're really regional, right? So they're like, you know, we have, um, uh, oh, sorry, the, the, the league has uh, locations in Vista, uh, Imperial Beach, fucking Chula. Like, so it's everywhere around yeah. the county. And it's like little bars and, and like uh, breweries like and stuff. And shit. But like, yes, but it's, yeah. the idea was to cover everywhere around the county so we can get like, you know, people who might not be able to make it out all the time or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, the idea is to go find talent. That's so we were, yeah, the, you know, to go bring talent to where it exists and then find it and then, you know, then there's a big culmination kind of playoff at the at the yeah. comedy palace. So. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at it, I was like, fuck, that's a good idea. Just like, it didn't hit me, but I was like, uh, you know, you, you kind of like, okay, I'm just doing a set. Oh yeah, Benji does, he did, like, so. And I was like, he really fucking thought this through. I, and I think the league's full for this year, but if anybody's thinking about it for next year, I mean, the, you know, the, he re, we record every set, it's all recorded in like 4K. Yeah. Benji will send you that, that your your six minute clip. Yeah. Uh, you, you get a ton of photos. There's like, you know, Guy Murray's there taking photos. Yeah. Mikey Perry's on there. There's another guy, Jesse Hogan, he's, you know, he's helping out. So, you know, you're gonna get some like, you know, good live action photos. There's a lot of time available. I mean, like you're getting at least six shows. Most of these shows are on Saturday or Friday, so like, you know, if you're especially if you're a newer comic, you're not getting those shows. Yeah. You're not doing shit on Friday, Saturday. So, yeah. you know, it's, I, I, yeah, I would. You get good rooms. Yeah, you get good yeah. rooms. You get a lot of different experiences. It's like, it's interesting too, because it's like, you know, some rooms you go in and they're really dialed in. And then some rooms you go in and like people, it's just a bar and, yeah. they, you know, they, they could give a shit less. And so, like, that is, to me, it's interesting to see that, like, how, how the different fields play out. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, like if you played 
you know, in the, in yeah. the NFL or something, right? There's some outdoor stadiums. There's like maybe it's raining, yeah. whatever. So those elements kind of come into you gotta play. You got to adjust. <clears throat> not not natural elements, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just like attention, People, and there might be hecklers. There might yeah. be, you know what I mean? People so, not caring, having their total attention. Yeah. 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 I, I think that 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 that's usually what I always felt like made like uh, made you a little better. Right. Is doing bars. Yeah, yeah. When you're starting it out, and then you know doing clubs to kind of finish up, you know. Finish off. Yeah, that's that's how. I, off. I mean, that's how I look. I mean, I, I polish on my stuff at bar shows, like you know. I mean, it's, and I think this is like a thing that many people have said. But if you can get like two people at a bar mic or whatever to yeah. turn around and listen to you, that that same joke is going to hit really hard at a club. Yeah. You know, but you got to you know you say it a million times so that when you say it at the club, it, it's you, good. You, you have the wording down, the timing down, you know, whatever. And you're used to like just random shit too. Yeah. Because like in clubs, it's all kind of the attention just given to you. Right. And then it's just like, well, I better not fuck this up. So it's almost like more pressure. Right. But nah. Exactly. You know, because like you dealt with like people like drunk and it's like, do I want to engage this? Do I want to like keep finish this out or? Yeah. And you've you kind know. of dealt with the elements that, you know, yeah. a heckle that might arise or you might have heard a heckle before. That's happened to me a lot, right? Yeah. When I hear the same heckle. Yeah. And then you have it lined up already. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways. That's good. But yeah. Yeah. San Diego Comedy League. That's a good, that's a good plug. Yeah. That, that's a good thing. Um, I'm joining. I just joined it. <laughs> I, I went to the last one, and then I was gonna headline one of the ones, but like yeah. I was just like, nah, dude, I'd rather just do this. Do the league, yeah. Yeah, do the actual league. Yeah, yeah. that's a cool little thing he has going. Yeah, you can do that every year and stuff too. Like, you know what I mean? And it, yeah, and honestly, like, I mean, I've done comedy in San Diego, and I've done virtually every room, every club, yeah. whatever. I mean, that might be right now the best way to get good as a comic because yeah. you're gonna get a lot of feedback. Um, you know. Benji's, you know, he's a nice guy, yeah, a cool guy. Like, and it's it's like a, it's not like your typical club environment where you go and, you know, you're getting like people. You, even if you have a bad set, people yeah. will be like, oh, you know, whatever, I'll get better next time, whatever. You know, it's just it's more supportive. I'm not saying it's like a kumbaya circle. No, I'm still me. there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, you know, you, you're gonna you, you're gonna get things that you can take away from instead of just people yeah. people telling you, you suck and you should get better. Yeah, and you, you, and you work in a lot of different environments, like you were saying too. Yeah. So you learn to be in the room right you know and it's kind of yeah you, how you have to adapt yeah. your set to different you know yeah because that's the thing right if you're doing a contest or whatever and it's the same club I mean yeah the audience might change but the dynamics very similar every yeah. time you know um, so yeah it's a good it's, it's, I, w I would definitely recommend it any newer comics coming up it would it will add it will add months you know to, to your growth yeah um, as a comic because yeah you're not well, once again you're not getting that you're not getting that weekend time anywhere else no. You would have to you would have to sit at the madhouse for you know till three in the morning for for a well, year yeah. at least every day for you know so if you want to make that investment you could do that too I mean that's fine yeah but that's like a year of your your life and you're gonna spend barking and stuff like yeah. that which is fine I mean you know that's a path for a lot of people but here's I'll also say this though and you know I'm saying it on record yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know you can't I can't think of a guy that I've seen over the last four years that's done one comedy club exclusively and gotten better as a result yeah I no, mean maybe true. marginally better but like not like you know where they went from oh no I, I would never watch them to like oh wow yeah like that's yeah, you know that's marked it's improvement like a, yeah you keep hitting the same spot and you think it's going to make you better yeah but it's you know it's like I mean, I'm not, to, I mean if it's your individual thing and it works for you yeah I'm or, just saying I haven't seen it or if that's the only spot you could hit yeah you know it makes sense but like uh, like for me I'd always hit Winston's a lot yeah and I'd make an effort to do like comedy palettes you know and I figured those would be like two solid little mics to go back and forth. So yeah, 
you know. I think everybody should, yeah, just find your own thing, whatever. You, you got to learn how to stretch it. But know? what you shouldn't, I mean, if you're going to do it, then you, what you shouldn't do is just, like, give up. No, you know? never. Not anything. Well, yeah. Well, not anything. I mean, give up. But if you think, well, I've said the joke. I can just say it at home. Like that's not going to work. No. Yeah. You, know, you actually have to get out there and yeah. get in front of somebody, and, and, and get into that element. Or you get the cockiness of like, oh, I could just write all this. It's like, well, it's not really a joke until somebody laughs at it. Yeah. I mean, well, it's not a joke until yeah, you deliver it, right? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, that's kind of like the whole ribeye. You just got to do shit. You know? Yeah. It's like you can't think or be cool. You know. Because like, nobody cares if it's perfect. Yeah. We're not, you know, no, all, that's not the expectation. Yeah. Comedians are all pieces of shit. Yeah. And you're going to take their opinion? Well, I mean, if we were Kevin Hart, we don't want to put out garbage, but we're not. So. Yeah. Fucking relax. <laughs> take it easy, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just, just put it out there. I mean, maybe, because even if you put out a million things, if one of them hits, that's the one that you could stick with, you know? Yeah. And then you just go at it again. Yeah. Well, anyways, I think I... Yeah. yeah, that's about it, guys. All right. Cool. Nation. We got Neil Singh talking about white wide receivers, Chinese people, and comedy. Check him out. So who, who is the best? What did we establish? Ed McCaffrey, right? Ed McCaffrey's the ultimate white white wide receiver. Yep. And those shoulder pads. You rely on him. Pads. He's gonna get 700 yards, six touchdowns, and five concussions. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and that golden jacket. Hey man, he, he still pumped out a hell of a superstar though. So. Yep, yeah, there we go. Yeah, he has something that came out of his loins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, on that note, yeah, it was good. It was good being on Ribeye Nation. One more time. All right, Ribeye Nation. Uh, Neil singing studio today. Not really studio, but we're on the street. So, uh, all right, everybody. Thank you.